Good evening, everybody. It's Andrew Grummet here on December 9th, 2004, with a, another musical edition of my audio uh, podcast. So unlike last time, uh, last two times, actually, this uh, is going to be a little more serious. Um, uh, what I wanted to do was, I've got a couple of musical topics to cover so many of these podcasts are uh, about tech, which uh, I love technology, but uh, I didn't think uh, we necessarily needed another technology podcast. So I'm going to talk about music today. Um, so I live in Boston, uh, Somerville to be exact, but the greater Boston metro area. And um, I wanted to talk about the Boston music scene, which uh, sadly I'm not uh, very much into these days, uh, being a, a parent and into my 30s now. But uh, when I was in graduate school out here, um, we used to go out a lot. My friends and I uh, used to go out to the see local bands on the weekends and sometimes on the weekdays. Um, and the amazing thing about Boston, and, and this is actually relevant to podcasting, but um, the amazing thing, and, and I'm sure this is true about other cities too, is that we've got this unbelievable pool of musical talent here. And, uh, of course, that's, that's helped by uh, the presence of Berkeley College of Music. Um, but uh, we have all these great bands uh, who are not signed to labels. And uh, they're just, I mean, they're just amazing. Um, and the the way the industry is today, I, I, I'm guessing, is that it's pretty hard to get a label. The the uh, the they, the big uh, music companies seem to be making fewer and bigger bets, um, or at least that's what you know you sort of hear second or third hand. Um, so what happens is you have just you know lots of of great local talent who go out and pay their dues and and stay up you know late playing bars every night and uh don't don't ever hit that jackpot but uh the 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 really interesting thing is that uh, a lot of these bands are self financing and and recording their own CDs and you know selling them at 10 dollars a pop after their shows and i mean there is an economy out there and i, I don't know maybe uh maybe somehow podcasting could help those folks i know that um the the guys over at magnitude are doing a similar experiment they're not podcasting per se but they're they're trying to you know reduce the overhead in uh production and distribution of of music and i'm a big fan of what they're doing over there but it's it's i'm sure there's there's just a lot of talent and a lot of room um so what else can i talk about oh okay yeah I, I, speaking of my 20s um the um one of one of the I don't know, definition of a, of a perfect or a great night anyway back then for me uh, was to go see a band called Groovasaurus uh, with my friends. We used to go catch them at uh, Harper's Ferry in Brighton, or is it Alston, and uh, drink beer and dance all night. And uh, that, was, that was just an amazing time. Uh, um, and uh, interestingly enough, you know, Small World, uh, the guitar player from Groovasaurus, or I'm sorry, one of the two guitar players, David Goodrich, just recently just this last week showed up on a podcast um he he's playing with peter mulvey on the whole wheat radio podcast up in uh, Taquit, alaska so small world huh um another great local band um uh, actually who's one of their songs i'm, I'm going to include in this podcast uh, is called jim's big ego 
and I came across Jim and and uh, I don't know must have been in the early 90s I had this compilation called this is Boston not Austin uh, with songs by a lot of the local greats Ellis Paul Chris Trapper um, I'm more more than I'm not remembering but uh, Jim had this riotous song called addicted to stress and I won't even try to to sing the lyrics but it's it's really good and I definitely check it out if uh, you like to laugh uh, so I guess I did see them once live um, I don't know a few years later I guess there's this little bar by MIT called TT the Bears place and so I, uh, my wife and I managed to catch them live once it was a great show and uh, since then they've popped up on NPR every so often I think it was last year 2004 New Year's Eve they were playing this song you know they were trying to come up with an alternative to Auld Lang Syne and they came up with this really uh, good song called Thank God It's Over <laughs> Thank God It's Over Now so uh, Jim's Big Ego their website is www.bigego.com that's uh, B-I-G-E-G-O dot com and uh, th- th- I just picked up another album of theirs recently. Here's something cool. Um, they have an album called They're Everywhere. And uh, they released it on a Creative Commons license. So you, s- you have to pay to get the album, but you don't have to worry about them coming and suing you if you uh, make some copies for your friends. As long as it's not for profit, I believe, uh, then you're you're within the terms of the license. And uh, so I-, I went to their website and picked the album up for... I don't know, $10, I guess. And uh, and it was a direct download, which was kind of nice. You know, like like Magnatune, it was a non-DRM'd MP3, a zip file of MP3s. And so for the tech heads out there, here, here it was pretty cool. I just uh, logged into uh, my MP3 server, issued a, a Wiget, and uh, unzipped the file, and I was r- listening to uh, my bits a few short minutes later. So one of the tracks, the track I'm going to play from that album, um, it's actually available in its entirety and in source form. You can get the WAV files for all of the tracks that make up this, all of the different, uh, uh, I don't know, what do you call them? Sound files, the source code for the music is available online because uh, Jim's Big Ego sponsored a, uh, and, and Creative Commons sponsored a mixtape contest where you could actually remix their source code and make a new song. So the song I'm going to play is available in its entirety and in source for, form online. And it's a fantastic tune. Uh, a while back, Adam was talking about, you know, we, we, we need to create some stars here in the co- podcasting space. So uh, maybe uh, Jim's Big Ego will be one. So uh, what I'm going to do now is um, cue up the song Mixtape by Jim's Big Ego off of There Everywhere. song could be between any two others You only hear it when you play it on your mixtape Made for you by your best friend Before you left home You played it all the way to a new town Mixtape The song could be between two of your favorites In the middle of the B-side of your mixtape You got it off of the web Burned it onto a disc Bounced it on a cassette Cause it's an old car Mixtape On your mixtape By your mixtape On your mixtape And 
Cassette player's gone the way of the dodo You only keep it now to listen to your mixtapes Cause all of your CDs sound sterile and clean All the squeaky little ones and zeros Mixtape This song could be between any two others You only hear it when you listen to your mixtape Things to your brain takes you back to that day like a time machine. It's future retro mixtape on your mixtape. Yeah, your mixtape. Oh, your mixtape. And I don't know what's wrong with people who think that music should be locked away. Don't they remember when they listened to their mixtapes? Big Ego, the song Mixtape off of the album, They're Everywhere. Okay, so that's my Boston music scene uh, part of the podcast. So moving on. Uh, so a couple months ago, I picked my guitar up for the first time in about, I don't know, not, not quite 10 years, but I don't know, somewhere along the way in grad school, uh, it got put away and sort of started to collect some dust, and uh, I managed to pull it out again you know, play play some old songs I remember, try to learn some new ones that I can sing with my daughter. Um, but it's kind of interesting because it's, it's you know, I, I actually, I can kind of remember the songs. Uh, you know, my fingers know what to do. I have to practice things and kind of sound them out again to remember. But, uh, and I, I, you know, so I can remember the, the, the moves with my hands and I can remember the, uh, you know, what the, what the sound should be like. But for the life of me, I can't remember the songs. Uh, I think I I text blogged about that a while ago, but uh, so so I'm gonna do something kind of different here. I uh, I worked out one of the old songs I used to know, and uh, for the life of me, I can't remember that you know what what it was called. I guess I knew it at one time, um, but uh, it, I actually practiced it a few times and am going to uh, post in uh, a performance. So it's nothing high tech. It's my acoustic guitar and my Neuros MP3 player slash recorder, and I just use the internal mic, so uh, hopefully the sound won't be too gross. But uh, it's it's a beautiful song, and you know it's uh, it's a Led Zeppelin tune. Uh, for the life of me, I, like I said, I can't remember the name of the song, but it it has these beautiful, um, really beautiful chord voicings in it, and uh, I remember loving it. You know, loving to listen to it and play it back in high school, and um, so. Uh, what I'm going to do is uh, play it here. Um, so I think what I'll do is just uh, go out on that because it's, you know, it almost at least leaves me in kind of a relaxed, uh, mellow mood. And I, uh, 
it seems like it should just end on that that last fading out chord so uh, with that oh actually one other thing uh, um, so I'm taking a cue from Adam and some other folks and I'm I, uh, I'm working from an outliner here uh, looking at my notes and so I'll try to put the uh, I'll try to link to the outline uh, from my web page I, I don't have that the fancy active renderer stuff but I'll, I'll render it as an HTML or something or just put the raw PML out and um, and uh, yeah that'll be the show for today uh, this is Andrew Grummet and it's December 9th 2004 see you again soon